Welcome to the Galveston Ghost Podcast. We are up to episode number 22, and we're still going to kind of continue with the captain's house, uh, except we're actually going to go from the house to the work. So the folks that own the captain's house uh, weren't just seeing things at home. They also had some uh, pretty crazy experiences at work. We'll get to that in just a second. Uh, I have to say thank you to everybody who's been on, coming on the Galveston Ghost Bus Tours, launching from the Galveston Experience Company at 15th and Seawall. Uh, one of the things we do is we go through the graveyard and we uh, listen to some recordings that uh, we've had in the graveyard with the spirit box. But so many of the people who've been on the bus also taking the time to share their stories. And we've heard some great stories, learning some things about Galveston uh, that we had not heard before. And, uh, you know, certainly one thing, whenever, if you want to strike up a conversation with somebody in Galveston and have a guaranteed interest in conversation, ask them if they're from here. And if they are, ask them if they've got any ghost stories, because virtually everybody you run into on the island is going to have either a firsthand ghost story or something that happened uh, to somebody close uh, that they know. But, you know, it makes sense. Six to 10,000 people perished in the great storm. And uh, there's just so many other tales of uh, horrific things that have happened on this island over the years. And a shout out to one of the guys from Pennsylvania who uh, came into our store. Unfortunately, uh, he hadn't booked his tickets in advance. And the, the ghost bus tours lately have been booking up pretty pretty far in advance. So if you want a seat, you know, book it online there at galvestonexperience.com. He'd uh, flown all the way from Pennsylvania, he said, and listened to each one of the episodes and was really looking forward to the tour when he got here so um, I didn't uh, do the tour the next day so hopefully he did get a chance to get on the bus but uh, it just keeps getting better and better and thanks to everybody for their feedback some things that we can do on the bus that we can't do on the podcast obviously show some of the videos that we've received uh, including a video with orbs in it from Kathy and Mike Ketching over at Mysticats and a uh, pretty wild video from Blue on the Strand where uh, the owner, Michelle, was uh, talking to a customer and explaining the crazy things that went on in her shop. And right at that time, almost as if to prove the point, the ghost moved this huge heavy lamp and knocked it off and then later you know, uh, pulled a picture flying off the wall. It's been a great first uh, month or so on the Galveston Ghost Bus, and we hope you have a chance to come on down. And again, it launches from the Galveston Experience Company at 15th and Seawall. So now let's continue on with episode 22 and uh, some great stories from a couple very famous hotels here in Galveston. I was doing the evening shift, and this one I found absolutely hilarious, right? So we've got the backup uh, musicians in the hotel as well. We had one of the violinists practicing over there in the area, in the uh, stairwell that's now the spa. And it sounded wonderful. It sounded great. And then all of a sudden, I hear everything being dropped and him running to the front desk screaming. And he's screaming about a little girl in a sailor's dress. I finally got him calmed down, went over there, took a look. There was nothing there except for his now broken violin. Basically, got him some coffee, calmed him down, and he starts telling me he was practicing, and all of a sudden, he looked over down the corridor, and there was a little girl in a sailor's dress, and she had a ball, and she was bouncing it and yeah. coming towards him, and then all of a sudden, smiled at him and threw the ball through him. I think that would make me get up and scream, too. Yeah. Then, also, we have had multiple encounters up on the fifth floor. I'm sure you already know about the uh, the fifth floor, right? I had the opportunity to stay in 501. There have been 
very interesting thing. Me, myself, I don't believe that the woman actually died in that room. You know, the towers on the Galvez. Okay. Yeah. Front right, if you're looking at the Galvez, that's actually the uh, service elevator now for housekeeping, engineering. That's where I think it happened. Now, there is access. Uh, it was originally a stairway that went down before they installed the elevator system. Mm-hmm. Uh, they've had problems with the service elevator. It's always broken. It's always broken. It, it's always broken, <laughs> but the reason why it's broken is, remember, the cable kept fraying? Yeah. Right there in that tower. And that's where it was so weird, because what, what we believe is that we don't know exactly how she died. I believe she hung herself in that tower. Well, yeah, but we believe that somehow it has something to do with some kind of rope or something. And it's probably her frame the elevator wires thinking, no, 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 no rope. Shit like that yeah. going on that one. Ready for the Tremont? Yeah. Now, the Tremont side of the hotel is the newer side of the hotel. That, ho- that the actual big part of the hotel used to be a warehouse. So, and not really that many experiences there. There is one that I have, but the only thing that it is, it's basically a recurring thing. So I'm thinking it's more like a residual instead of like an intelligent kind of a haunting. Mm-hmm. Um, we see, it's almost like, um, like a Civil War soldier and he darts. It's so weird. It's, I remember my directional is in the North corner of the building on the fourth floor. That's mm-hmm. where we'd always see him. It's always right by the housekeeping, uh, office up there. Okay. Um, what I did is what they called turn down service where I would work in the evening time and I would, you know, make the beds at night. So the people can get in and we put chocolates in their room. Okay. Well, the main problem that I always had, and it was always on the original side of the hotel, which is more of like the suite side compared to the regular atrium side, should I say. Okay. Um, it was like the one where you go down that long hallway. Mm-hmm. Yep. It's where, Mr. Mitchell, it's where Mr. Mitchell used to stay during the weekends before he passed. Okay. Um, that was the original hotel. Now, what's really weird is that there, all the woods are hard floors. They're like hardwood floors. And, you know, we would always knock and announce ourselves before we would go into a room. Right. So, you, because it's hardwood floors, you could hear somebody coming to the door. What I always had happen is that I would knock on the door, I would hear someone walk to the door, and nobody would come. So, you wait a minute, then you would knock again, then you would hear the same footsteps coming over again, but nobody would answer the door. Okay. So we had a master key, so we just let ourselves in, no problem. And nobody was in the room, which is just completely, nearly weird. Mm-hmm. Um, another thing that we had happen there when I was there, three of the servers quit over this one incident. Like, they quit on the spot, ate, playing, no more. And it happened to be on that same side of the hotel in that elevator. Somebody was carrying a tray of glasses, and they were carrying, like, it was like a room service tray up to a room. Nobody else in the elevator except for them. Somebody, the way they put it is that it felt like somebody put their hand on the tray and completely dumped the tray all over the elevator. So, how Katie came out there, we cleaned it up, no problems, no issues. That server quit on the spot because they're all like, oh, hell no, they already know about the ghost stories, they ain't playing that game. So, they sent another server up there with another set of food. Same thing happened. That server quit on the spot. So, we went over there again and we're all like, would y'all just stop? Just come here and use this staircase. Stop using that dang elevator because y'all got a problem with it. Because that's what we thought originally was, was just them using the elevator. And then he was getting off balance or whatever. Well, then we actually escorted them to the room through the staircase system that we have there. 
And same thing happened. The complete trade just, it looked like, like somebody on one end just like took their hand and just like hit it and it just went flying. Oh my. I wouldn't have believed it unless I actually saw it. That is wild. That is it wild. is. Um, like, like you can imagine, like, um, you've been to the Tremont house, like, you know where, like, the, the rooftop patio is? Yeah. Okay, well, the part of the ball that I'm talking about is right underneath there. And if you take, like, you have to go up to the fourth floor, you have to go all the way down that hallway, at the very end is where the rooftop patio is. Well, when you go through that side of the door, you see stairs going down. If you take those stairs down, you'll see it diverts into the old part of the building and then into the new part. Okay. And it was on that, because it's, it's weird there, on the fourth floor is where this incident happened because they were delivering food to Mr. Mitchell. Mm-hmm. And oddly enough, this was actually right after his wife passed. <laughs> Wow. Yeah. So, my opinion, it was probably Miss Mitchell telling him, no, you shouldn't eat that. <laughs> <laughs> that's probably, that's a good one. Um, yeah. Uh, have you gotten any information on the ice house yet? No. What's the ice house? The ice house on 22nd Strand. I know where it is. You mean the one that never has a business at it? Or the, the one, one that has had business but doesn't last? Uh, the one that had the four years in it. Is it 20, yeah, it's 22nd and Strand. At Ice House, a business will never stay in that thing. They have uh, the sound of crying children and women coming from it. Uh, basically, what happened during the 1900s storm is people coming in, people have locked the doors, some people are not letting people up, and people were going inside of the Ice House and climbing on top of the gigantic blocks of ice that were coming. So it was kind of interesting. It was a combination of uh, freezing to death, hypothermia. Uh, but if you go into the building and look up, you can actually see body-sized uh, black stains on the ceiling in different uh, areas from where uh, they basically died of hypothermia. The ice rose enough, and they were imprinted into the ceiling. With the island itself, the island is very haunted in itself because that used to be old Indian burial ground. Okay. Um, you've been to the island before. Um, during the winter time, we get these the, the sea fog that comes in, which is very thick. Mm-hmm. And all the streets are very, you know, like grid-like patterns. So you can see far down the street. Yes. Even in, you know, fog. Well, there's been many times where literally we're either driving or walking and we look down the street and we see people walking in the fog. They're clearly not real. Like, they're not humans or they're not alive. And it's so weird because you can see the smoke trace around them as they walk through the fog. That was was the most freakiest thing I've ever encountered. And I've only ever encountered it in Galveston. I've never encountered it anywhere else. So... Wow. I don't know how to even document that. <laughs> that. Yeah, I just know that that was, yeah. Oh, yeah, no, that's the freakiest part, was that they're still walking around. And you get close enough, and they, you move right through. 
And thanks to Elizabeth and John for taking the time to share their experiences both at home and at work here on the Galveston Ghost Podcast. But we're not quite done with the captain's house just yet. So uh, there's a new feature on the podcast where you actually have the ability to reply back to us and give feedback and and tell us your own stories. So that happened recently. Uh, Somebody had listened to uh, the previous episode. Uh, They'd stayed in the house and they wanted to share their encounters in the house. So uh, on the next episode of the Galveston Ghost Podcast, we are going to hear from a couple people that stayed at the captain's house and uh, shared their stories. And in their own words, they say it's one of the most haunted places they have ever been. And it's also crazy that people coming and staying at this vacation rental from all over the world are having the same similar kind of experiences. So if you've had an experience, especially in Galveston, we'd love to hear from you. Call us on the ghost line, 409-741-3400. The Galveston Ghost Podcast is produced at the studios of RadioGalveston.com on the beautiful seawall in Galveston overlooking the Gulf of Mexico at 15th and Seawall. And uh, if you'd like to take a first-hand experience on the Galveston Ghost Bus, just uh, come on to one of our Ghost Bus tours. You can reserve your seat at GalvestonExperience.com. So hopefully we'll see you on the bus, hanging around the seawall, or if not, we'll catch you right back here next time on the Galveston Ghost Podcast.